Hello, I'm Claire Cooper. And I'm April Wilde. It's time to kick back, relax, and surrender. Surrender. Welcome to With Intention Podcast, a place where we grow, we flow, we delve deeper, and peel back those layers and just learn a little bit more. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Hello and welcome back to With Intention. So glad that you're all here. And again, thank you so much for tuning in. Now today, April and I are going to discuss mindset towards money and our relationship. Are we blocking ourselves? Are we? Could we take ourselves to the next level? That's what we're going to be exploring. And it's all about just letting go of control. We We kind of hold so much on our shoulders and we're constantly planning, trying to do more. But today we're going to be looking at, you know, the power of manifestation and bringing in abundance and ways in which we can attract more. But sometimes it's the opposite than we think. Sometimes by doing less, we can actually attract more. So we're going to have a bit of a free-flowing conversation today, aren't we, Claire? We are. We're not We're not sort of like, it's, we're not following some sort of like plan here. We're just going to sort of throw it all in here and just uh, see see what we open up to. Because I think that's the thing you, you touched on there, just sort of, you know, that that we, when, when you, you plan everything, it seems to make everything stop and it becomes quite stagnant. And I think I'm, I'm guilty of this, by the way, that I can just want something or, I can put so much emphasis on it and it just really, it creates so much resistance. Oh, 100%. And like change is the only real truth in our lives. Like it's the inevitable. We're always changing. We're always growing. We go through cycles constantly. Like in nature at the moment, when we launch this podcast, it'll be the first, just after the first of May. So it's like what in Celtic tradition they call Beltane, but other traditions around the world, they call it other things, but it's like this festival of fire and new light and new beginnings as we transfer from the spring equinox to the summer solstice. So it's actually a really powerful time in nature. We're seeing everything in full bloom. We're seeing everything blossoming. So it's like our time to blossom and go with the flow, go with the tides, because we often just get very caught up on, right, I, you know, so let's say I'm buying a new house or I want this promotion or I want to sell my business or, you know, whatever it is for you. We get so, so stuck on a set agenda and a set plan. I've done this so many times and I definitely find this in business. It just doesn't flow freely. You've got to be open to different things coming in and different people recommending things. I I think that's, that's so true because I think we start to prescribe what it should look like and, and how it should arrive and, and it should exactly be this way. And that's not how it works. If if we opened ourselves up that bit more, it could, well, it would probably arrive much quicker, but also in surprisingly unexpected, beautiful ways. And yeah. when we're holding on to it, it's just, it just, like I said earlier, it's the resistance that I think so many of us struggle with. So today we're going to explore that whole money uh, side of things. Because, you know, money is beautiful. And if we have a good relationship with money, more will flow and, you know, the problem is that when you really need it, let's say, it, it creates a block because you want it so much to to pay the bills. We all have bills, uh, uh, you know, just to get by in life. It's a currency, but we have to create flow in order for it to come back. And Emmett's very good, actually, because he, he gives so much away as well. And I think when you give away money, it not because you have the intention of it coming back, but it 
it creates that energy without thinking on it you know releasing the money it will come back well when you said that I just thought energetic exchange because I've heard that so much when you have the top people that you know these like Tony Robbins and Mm. incredible coaches that we listen to and they all say that you know it's like an exchange of energy money is like an abundant energy source and we have to go back to what is our self-worth and um, how do we actually feel around money? Do do we put ourselves out there and charge enough for what we offer? Because a lot of us don't. We undervalue our ourselves and our work. And so we can start with that, like really starting to see yourself as, wow, you are a unique and incredible one in a million person on this planet and you have such gifts to offer the world. And you need to start valuing that, you know, you'll attract more if you can see that, but also seeing everyone else as unique, giving away money, you know, to those that need it, being more um, kind and giving out gratitude every day. I think that's such a beautiful practice. Mm. It's so true because I think um, when you look at money in a really unhealthy way, so you, you, with the frustration, the lack of, or whatever you're feeling around it, or whether it's it's hereditary or whether it's come from um generational like pastimes yeah absolutely and I think that can really uh affect people's mindset and their relationship with the money and it stops the flow so I suppose my thing is to people out there that if you're feeling like the flow has stopped start to look at how you you talk to money how you how you spend it I mean there's the obvious things of saving uh, selling things that you have in your home that you're no longer using, someone else can use. That upcycling feel is really positive, and I think that creates really good energy with money. So there's lots of obvious things that we can be doing to generate more money into our lives. So okay, selling yeah. selling things, um, putting a, a, a higher sort of value on ourselves if we provide a service. Yeah, um, charging more for yourself because you're giving away such power. I think. That's something I know a lot, if anyone's teaching, they're a yoga teacher or a holistic teacher. I think we all start out undercharging, like I did. I would be charging like for my women's circles and because I just loved it so much. It was such a passion to me. I thought, I just, you know, and it's nice to give things for free, obviously. I, usually at every circle, I give one person that needs it in a community a free space. But then you've got to think the time and energy that goes into that. You plan it a whole day before you're setting up, you're bringing food, you're bringing offerings. There's so much more to it and you've got to value yourself. Like with yourself as an actress, you know, and all the other things you do. And it's not just that. When you have children, let's say, as well, you know, when you step back into work, you're taking time away from your child to go and, you know, service and give to others. So we have to value that side as well. And that's, I like what you said about keeping a more minimal household as well, because that attracts more abundance. Oh, there's so much clutter, isn't there? We, we, we're like little magnets, everybody. And we sort of collect, well, magpies, aren't we? That's the word. Yes. And we collect anything shiny and anything nice. And we sort of fill our homes with it. But really stripping back a little bit and and letting other people come in and buy those things from you and for them to go away and enjoy it. I think that's just a really nice exchange. But also, you know, when you mentioned children there, made mm. me think that our language around money is so important for our children because they adopt our mindset. So let's say you've been brought up in a, a household where money maybe have been, may has been tight, but you look at her house and you go, well, that's for rich people or for that's for that type of person. And you're sort of instantly yeah. separating yourself 
from those people and your children will adopt that mentality and that behavior and those patterns. So our, our language around our children or not just our children or around ourselves, but should should try to shift it because that person, they might live in a huge house or this or that, have a yacht or whatever else, but their mindset and the way they use their words, they use it in a much different, uh, a much more positive way than we do. And I think you don't know where they started at. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And and also with that idea that, you know, my mum used to always say, because she did do well in her business, but she said money doesn't buy happiness. I mean, we went through, she lived in a council estate growing up and she was vet, like their family were very poor, but she created abundance. But she said, there's actually a massive shift because I've always had, she'd always had that lat mentality. When she did create abundance, it's a massive shock to her. And um, she just had to really work on that as well, because that's why we've got to teach our kids that, you know, abundance is all around us at all times. Money is an exchange. And also that it's not like this. It's not not as simple as like someone rich lives in a big, big house and fancy cars and all of this, because I find that nowadays, actually, there was a statistic I saw actually online um, when I was watching this documentary that most millionaires these days, how they keep that income coming and abundance is by living in quite minimal homes small homes less cars you know and actually um just saving saving is so important and they they focus on that for their family instead of actually buying too much they <laughs> probably free. also have a really good accountant but <laughs> that's another good tip there get, <laughs> get, get there. a good accountant um, well, I wanted to touch on that as well because this um I listened to a podcast this morning actually. It was really inspiring because we were talking about that how in our culture we are so programmed that while we grow up, you know, through our lives, even from the schooling system, we focus on like the econ- you know, maths and econ- economics and all these like English, and it's all about this kind of industrial revolution where we adopt kids to have the employee mindset where they're going to work for someone and they're going to do well and hustle and grind. And they were talking about how the world's completely changed. We need to get out of this mindset that life's tough and that we have to work nine to five jobs and that we need to hustle and push and, you know, sacrifice our, our lives for work. So on this podcast, they said, it's all about tuning in to what are you passionate about and once you find that key and like that light within you that passion you can start to transform and it it might be hard you know rocky at the start because you're just establishing yourself but then abundance will start to flow and we actually need to start letting go of this employee mindset and the reason why you reminded me of it then was because you said hiring a really good accountant they say actually hiring people to help you um like minimalize your life. So let's say, you know, if you did, even if we now were to write a list of everything you need to do, you know, in the next month, um, all your house chores, your business chores, you know, all the things you need to do for work, to go through all of them. And some will be like of small value, you know, like, oh, I've got to get this accountancy done um, or cleaning jobs done. And it might just be, you know, you could put it in a monetary value if you wanted, or some might be really big, like I want to write a book or I want to do podcasts or whatever it is for you. And then they said to prioritize your list. So the ones that you really need to focus on that will bring you in the most amount of wealth and then, but delegate the other lists, you know, the smaller jobs to other people, like get a little 
a VA or an assistant or someone that you could pay monthly that can help you with that. And it just reminded me because I think we have this mindset a lot in our communities where we've got to graft and grind and work, work, work. But sometimes we need to get help along the way. It's and funny, you know, you, actually, say that, you, know, yeah. you say that the whole thing of grafting thing. and every, everything. I can hear an echo. I don't know whether it's my uh, <laughs> microphone. So sorry if it's echoing this, everybody. But um, people used to always say I, I was such a grafter. And I think I've carried that, you know, yeah. and I, I don't want to anymore. And I, I, I think um, it's interesting you, you said that because the Yorkshire people are grafters. Well, that's true. But we also can sit back and actually reap the benefits that we've we've sowed so many seeds. We've worked so hard. And I, I feel like I've labeled myself often with that 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 term grafting grafter and I, I oh, that's just a revelation while we're having this conversation right now I'm like oh my goodness I've been calling myself a grafter and it's not to say that you know anything you set up like if you're gonna if you're thinking about a new business a passion project you know like our podcast we've set up and was launching new sites and retreats and things it's not to say that it's not going to take hard work but it's a different kind of work when you're working for yourself and you're passionate about it and it brings you joy. Joy, it, that's it. That's your, you're yeah. right. It's all about happiness and, and, and joy. And when we're doing it and that's, that's exactly what you have to be feeling about money when you're holding it in your hand. It's like, it's okay. Maybe it's your last pound in your purse or, or whatever. Give it away. Yeah. Give it to they somebody in the street, you know, that needs it more. And how you work for that money. So if you're working as a bartender or something and it, it doesn't align with you, you don't like alcohol or drunk people being around you. And But then on the other side, someone might love it. They might love serving people, love like the social element. You've got to really enjoy your job. And if you are listening and you're in a job that you just hate, you know, and you don't like, you, you'll be giving out a negative energy to other people. You'll be giving a negative energy out to your family. It, it I know it's so much saying that you should just like I'm not saying right now like go and quit your job and find something new but start planting the seeds because this is the time now as we step into spring and we're moving to summer yeah so just life is too short we just got to embrace it you know (laughs) 100% we also were going to touch on um (laughs) this isn't for everybody that's why I laugh but certainly all the kind of spiritual ways of attracting more money because we laughed about that we talked about that before but there's lots of things that people do like with money trees feng shui crystal grids crystals putting things in your wallet um let's talk on this because it's it's interesting like in feng shui they call it you know the energy map is like bagua or however you pronounce it and it has an area dedicated to wealth so it's actually quite interesting my mom used to talk about feng shui all the time and she said if you stand at the front of your door Firstly, your front door needs to be very welcoming to attract abundance and wealth. So like nice plants and a clean area. Oh my goodness. I'm going to have to, I put the nappies outside the front door, you know, just to remind me to put them in the bin. I'm going to have to stop. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. Never leave bin bags by your door. That's important. And then also have like crystals and um, blessing flowers, you know, if you have time. Uh, But she said, so stand at your door, uh, like you're looking out and then your back far left corner in your home from that front door is your wealth corner so that is your corner but sometimes it can be like in my home it's like where the dogs are and stuff like that so my boiler I've got my boiler there. yeah but you can still do things so you can put up um 
like money trees. You can put loads of plants, botanical plants, pictures of plants. Um, water elements really important for flow and abundance. So pictures of water or even have a water feature. Um, and they say the color purple is very nice and red and like warming colors there as well. Oh, I see. I never wear those colors. I know, I know me either. <laughs> Although when I played a certain character on Hollyoaks, I did wear those colors. But um, it's, as Claire, no, I, I generally stick clear. You better embrace your inner Jackie again. <laughs> I know, right? A bit of purple and red and then a bit of leopard print. But um, so, yeah, money trees. Actually, I've got a money tree and I've had it for years and I really look after it. But recently it, it got infested with those little uh oh, flies oh, oh so my goodness I was I was so stressed I was like what does that mean and it was like it's just it's just infested I'm like no but what does it mean beyond that um so I legged it to the garden center luckily we have one quite near to us and I got a new pot and I actually ended up wrapping it up in wrapping paper and put it outside at night yeah, to keep cool it warm it down. Oh, and just give it, right. okay. give it some to keep it warm because it was a cool it was a cool night and it was a house plant uh, yeah, so I was worried and then my mom said well just rinse the roots and then repot it and put the, you know, but the, I think the problem was I was overwatering it. Yeah. And I think that's another thing that you, you know, you over, I think you can give too much. And I think that actually it really impacted the, it the life. It doesn't need much. Yeah. The, I actually have one in my, in the little dogs area and I barely water it that much. And it's really fast they, growing. They don't like water. And I think that's another mm. thing with like, it's a money tree and, and, and money and and I think that's that's quite interesting actually that sometimes we put too much attention on it yes exactly and yeah and seeing it in other ways like not just like when we think about abundance what is because in in feng shui when they talk about abundance it's not just the monetary side it's about feeling fulfilled in your life and that comes back to what we were just saying about feeling like you're doing something you believe in you're passionate you're bringing good to the mankind and you're, give, you're giving a service out to others and you feel proud of yourself. And- a thousand percent, because everything's, vib- everything's vibrational, everything's on a frequency. So if you feel really, excuse my French, shit, basically, uh, you know, money's not going to feel that great either. No. So it starts with ourselves. And they always say this on on all these people, these pioneers of, of law, law of attraction and so on, and these great thinkers and also the holistic leaders and, and gurus out there, you know, it starts with us. So I suppose we've got to generate that good feeling in ourselves first. And I wrote down today when we were doing this podcast, I was like live from the heart and soul, I know, live a heart and soul led life. I feel like that's so important. Like live from your heart instead of your head. Cause I've got into it recently. So I'll be very honest and open on here. Like I always am, but we're doing, we're selling our business at my mm-hmm. vegan cafe. And it, it, it's been such ups and downs. And we were actually, we were trying to control it, you know, like um, we had a buyer, it was all going through for six months and we were so set on our agenda, what we were doing after. And then it all fell through right at the end. Mm. And actually now we've got a new buyer. I've realized that was meant to happen because actually the person that's buying it now is keeping the same brand. They are so passionate about the product and the food. And it's like that had to happen that hard time, that six months for me to realize I've got to just go with the flow. And now actually today is my due date. So I'm 40 weeks officially pregnant, which is crazy. Um, And we're going through a handover of my business in a few weeks. Solicitors are emailing me every day. There's loads going on. But the song that I keep listening to, I don't know if you've heard, um, heard it, that letting go of control 
and I release my life to surrender, you know, and oh, flow. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's like a mantra in my head at the moment, just surrender, let go of control because we can't, I can't time the time of this baby. There's no one in the world that could tell me when this baby's going to come. And that also means in other areas of our life, whether it's parenting, money, you know, um, when we're going to get, you know, rich or abundant or feel good, we've got to start living our life in the now and actually knowing that we can step into happiness every day. And we talked about this on episode one that we did. I love that episode that we fit our first episode. Mm. And we talked about this, um, was it Wayne Dyer said about this law of attraction um, scale where we just start to step up. So if we're feeling really depressed, we might just step up into the motion of like feeling a bit jealous or envious. And each day we might step up into a different behavior or feeling little by little. And there's so many practices which we can talk about now, like getting out in nature, just doing affirmations. Um, you know, like I actually love just listening to affirmations daily. It, it fills my mind with positivity. If, if I'm feeling so tired and after a night's horrible night's sleep, it just makes you feel good or getting outside. And these, these are simple things. These are free things that we can do. Um, but what and, are yours? What would yeah, you say? Like, I've been listening to a lot of, um, you know, the singing bowls actually recently, mm-hmm. because I, I feel like there's a lot of healing energy in, in those sounds that work on a, a, a molecule. It's all right. Like on the sort of the cell level, can't yes. speak, sorry, a bit yes. tired, sleep deprived <laughs> from a baby. Um, but yes, on a, on a cellular level, and I kind of like the idea of going to sleep with that. So I've been putting my headphones in because she's obviously with us in the room. Mm-hmm. And I've just been sort of zoning out to that frequency because I, I think it could do some incredible healing. And there's lots of research behind that. Oh, babies so, love it too. You should have it on loud. I bet you it'll send her into a deeper space of sleep. That's true. I should. Yeah, probably. it's it's really powerful. Sound work is something that I think we don't appreciate enough. And like the noise in the background, I was just like, at home, usually I put on podcasts or I'm listening to music. And then I thought, no, actually today I'm just going to have silence and listening to the birds outside. And like, even if whatever, wherever you are, there's always nice sounds you can tune into and starting to calm our nervous system. Because I think it all comes down to that. We live a life in checking our phones on emails and we're constantly bombarded with information and, and pressure, you know, maybe from parents or um, that generational line we said of lack we feel like we've got to push, push through and be successful, do more, set up another business, do this, or be a better parent. And actually, sometimes you just need silence. Yeah, because we're overstimulated. It, you know, mm-hmm. we talk about our children being overstimulated before bed, but look at us, we're on our phones, we're doing this, the laptops, yeah. this, but sometimes we have to because it's the only time we can work. I get yeah. it. Um, but you get more though, do you not find? Like last night, I, I so nearly just carried on scrolling and I just turned my phone off and just chucked it across the room. And I felt so good just to be able to just go straight to sleep. Oh, and yeah. you feel so much better in the morning, well rested. I, yeah, I put it on airplane mode now because of all the energies. And I yeah. had, actually had um, the BT come out and move some of the uh, <laughs> Wi-Fi things out of certain spaces in the house because I felt like it was really energetically off. Oh, it and does. actually ocean sleeping much better because we've moved it and so on. So I just, there's lots of things. Anyway, going back to... Um, the money thing have you ever done like a crystal grid or anything like that because I I know lots of people that do them and they find them they put energy on them every day uh along with mantras and so on so they create these grids they use certain types of crystals and actually there's a really 
there's a great person to follow obviously katie sloan that we spoke to yes. but there's also another company um called on instagram that i follow called energy muse and i love all the crystal grids that they do oh, and if you contact them they send you a, a grid that you can print out at home and things like that and you can create abundance because when when the june is it jupiter i've got we're in at the moment but there's, oh, there's, there's, there's so much going on <laughs> yeah. at the moment and uh that they do these grids that are really powerful for manifesting money and so on and obviously certain crystals hold energy for that like citrine you're meant to put in the your wallet but also you're meant to put it in the highest left the the yeah the highest point in your house but it's on the left hand side oh that's interesting then yeah so yes. with the feng shui go to the left side and get loads of citrine that's right loads of citrine guys and also what that does is it actually keeps your money so instead of losing more or whatever mm. it keeps the money where it is so you can only build on it so there's there's those and- great though like making a little because we've talked about altars before like that simply you know if you're not into loads of this spiritual stuff you don't want to make like a flower altar or a candle altar just having a few crystals out on a little grid and go into it daily and saying your affirmations you could just write five out that you say out loud and I think there's an act of actually speaking out loud as well because it's like sealing it with the universe um say when I first when I was 18 I went on a with Joseph McKeldon who's worth checking out he's like the right hand man to Anthony Robbins inspirational speaker and he was like speak look at yourself in the mirror every day and say to yourself you know like you know these things some of them are a bit out there like I'm a money magnet and I attract abundance it feels really cheesy at first, but then you know what? I struggled with confidence back then so much. I used to actually shake when I'd like speak to people and feel really self-conscious. And I, I just saying it in the mirror and starting to send self-love to myself and even writing, you said like write with lipstick on the mirror. Yeah, and stuff. yeah. Really, not? It's really powerful. And if you want to change your life, you've got to start doing things that are a bit different, shake things up a bit. And so Absolutely. this crystals, even if it sounds a bit out there for you, you might find it's just the thing that anchors you and like say for my upcoming birth I'm going to have a crystal at a hold and um it just they're lovely aren't they in a way they well they're so they've got so much energy in them and if you charge them correctly and you also clear them correctly they can be incredibly powerful tools but um also there's um uh what about spells I mean this is out there totally because I I mean I I'm I you know I'm just curious I'm not Mm. saying that I do any of this but I know there's people out there that do um spells for love money things like that but obviously there's a karmic effect with that so you have to make sure that it's coming from a place of no harm to others um and you're not dabbling with the wrong things you know yeah well instead of like spells you know some people relate to that but you could say like the just visioning like um journaling is like a spell like writing out anything like that or or like I just said, affirmations. Well, with actually May Day coming, um, or just passing, um, it's actually they believed that around the hawthorn tree there were fairies that would gather and take your spells. And it's actually there's quite a cool mythology to it. Um, so actually this hasn't this is nothing new. This has been, you know, witches and the spells and the ancient tribal women sharing this wealth of knowledge. It's this stuff actually does work. And I think um we've got to listen to the knowledge of our ancestors a little bit more and spells are powerful. Like my, I actually, well, I didn't call it a spell at the time, but I wrote down a specification of who I wanted to attract when I, I was really wanting a relationship after university. And I wrote down the like values of the person, the husband that I'd want and, or the partner that I'd want. And literally look, I found it the other day and I couldn't believe how similar it was to Chris. Like like 10 years now and, loyalty was the big one for me 
Oh, and it was just even down to like what he looked like and his build and everything. It was, well, it's funny you should say that because actually, when I um before I met Emmett, I was I remember whether I was discussing it with somebody or whether I was doing something similar. I was writing down what I was looking for in a partner and a husband to be or whatever. But I said I love the Southern Irish accent ah and a bit rugged and I'm really attracted to people with talent <laughs> and um you know obviously I like them I, I'm, I'm very attracted to him as well that's just a, a bonus but his talent was a, such a big pull mm. as well you know so I love the creative types and I don't I don't like it to be easy let's put it that way I like <laughs> I uh, and I think I put all that down and I just I was very specific but then I let it go I didn't just sit in it and go right yes, this exactly. every day I'm gonna pester the universe and I just let it go and then I just, when he arrived, it just sort of came to my mind. I was like, oh my God, I actually, I actually. Envisioned this. <laughs> I envisaged this. What did you, I was like, did you, did you envisage me? What? He was like, no way did I envisage you. You have massive hoopy earrings on. You're, you're playing like a biggest chav ever on TV. Um, no. Uh, it's but, interesting um, though, isn't it? Because I've heard this so many times, like with people. And this is for all sorts of things, like health issues. Um, you know, people even with like, it's you know really hard in illnesses like visioning themselves into wealth and health and abundance and you know it's like I want I went out and worked with Jason Vale once on his retreats and the the power of the mind like we talk about a lot and just starting to flood your mind watching positive documentaries watching positive things like that um, film Healed very good on Netflix and there's like some really good ones like starting to surround yourself by positive people and mm. I to write down, like be very clear because when it comes to money mindset, you've got to be clear on what you want and you've got to be clear on what you want to manifest because there's no point in just sticking to what you're doing and you need to- Because it's not working, obviously. That's why you're looking for the alternative. Even when I said earlier about doing that to-do list, yeah, write out all your, you know, goals and then think, oh, can I delegate those to some people and do this myself? And you'll find that you start to streamline your life. And this is like with- big influencers you follow on social media, you'll actually find that a lot of them say back in the old days, when I first started out, I was literally burning myself to the ground, working 60 hour weeks, just posting all the time. But then they found a a niche, like a, a way, what's the word, like um, an algorithm that worked for them. And like that they could spend certain amounts of time in the day that's good for posting uh, preparing their reels and things in advance and so the time was being utilized much better yeah, it was all about sort of, yeah. time management I honestly believe that and this isn't just for business this is for parenting as well like I was listening to a lovely podcast the other day and they were saying about write down all the things you want for your children and write down all the things you don't want for your children and a lot of the things that you put you don't want is actually probably things that happened to you when you were a child mm. you know and then start to focus on how you can bring the top things you want into practice and and not being so hard on yourself just focus on a few you know and streamline that because it's I think we try and do too much all at once don't we in our society and we We need to kind of um minimalize down yeah so that's what like we said earlier about stripping you know things in your home that you no longer want somebody else will Let's upcycle. Let's um, not keep buying and buying and buying clutter. Yeah. Um, but do you know something actually we do in our home? And it's Emmett. I can't claim it as my own. But um, he always has a bottle of champagne in the fridge. Oh, I like this. Yeah, you've said this. I love it. So it's for yeah. the news coming in, the good news coming in, whether that's health, yeah. whether that's um, a job, whether that's just just a feel good thing that we're all happy about within our family, you know, whatever it is. 
that champagne. And we do pop open bottles of champagne quite regularly. Oh, I love it. I've got a bottle of Verve that's been waiting for a long time in my oh. fridge. So this baby better come soon. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And, and I think... Nine actually, months without. <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't know. I hope this podcast, is, today's episode has been interesting for people because, you know, sometimes you just need to hear people talking about it and sort of go, well, maybe I could make some adjustments to my life. Maybe I, I do want to do a crystal grid. Maybe I do want to do some feng shui and get buy a money tree. Or maybe I don't want to do any of that and I just want to declutter my home and, and sell some stuff on Vinted. Who knows? Yeah, exactly. Just starting to um, minimalize your life in some way and start to um, plan ahead, but then start to strategize where you could get some help and support. Maybe if it's with parenting, you could help get help from um, family in business. You could start to delegate to team around you. And there's so much, you know, you can do to start to make your life a bit more peaceful. And just remembering that it's just as important to switch off as it is to be on hard graft all the time yeah I mean I think that we work most effectively I always work most effectively if I've been out in nature in the morning for half an hour with the dogs or something like you you need to clear your mind and you need to ground yourself in nature to be able to get these creative ideas that's right and you have to make friends with money guys at the bottom line is you have to make friends with yourself if you haven't already give yourself a good hug and um <laughs> yeah I know get the lipstick out if you've got lipstick and put it on the mirror and tell yourself you love yourself and also just start to make friends with money and and just be grateful for what you already have in your bank and your purse and your wallet whatever and 100%. um I mean and, just and to be love. happy spending it and be happy giving it away uh, I know you've got a card Haven't oh yes got I a have card for us and just you... lastly I was going to say as well because I, I think it doesn't happen overnight we've got to make men- mention that those that are most successful and that are bringing the most financial abundance or wealth or happiness, it's it's consistency and it's structure in their lives. And they're actually very, they manage their time very well. So just remember that these things won't just happen instantly. We see this on influencers. We think they just had a quick fix and they've got millions of followers. It does take time. So don't put too much pressure on yourself. Just take it slow. And even if you're thinking, I really want to change my job, I want to change my career right now. Um, just start to plant little seeds, you know, and start to bring more gratitude into your life. Practice the things that we've talked about today. And slowly, slowly, hopefully this card, which I sat and meditated before we came on today, and it came up. So I said, what is the card for our podcast? It says, answer the call. What is your soul calling you to do? Now, do you mind if I just read no, it? Go the guidance? It, go okay. it. Yeah. So your guidance is divinely guided. You are being called to answer the call of your soul. It might be scary. It might not make sense. But if you trust your soul's yearnings, you will live a life beyond what your mind could possibly imagine. Answering your soul's calling is not a one-time thing, rather a lifelong dance. Deep down, you already know what you long for. Whatever you are called to do, that is your calling. Don't overthink it. Don't wait for permission. Just say yes. Most people are waiting for a step-by-step plan before they take that first step. But intuition doesn't work like that. It takes faith and courage to answer the call of your passions. And that's why most people don't do it. But you are not most people. You are in exactly in the right place in your life now to answer that calling. You don't need to know the whole plan. You don't even need to know where it's leading you. You just need to take the first step. I thought that was lovely. That's lovely to close on, actually. Oh, well, thank you, everyone, for tuning in today. And yeah, we'll be back next week. (laughs) Thank you, everyone. Have a great day. Thank you.
If you've enjoyed listening to With Intention, why not give us a fabulous rating? Help us connect with more like-minded people like yourselves and build out our fabulous community. Or subscribe to our podcast and you'll never miss an episode. 